sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that is Sean Sides. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, uh, Sunday here we're recording. I got home. I mentioned it to you prior to the podcast. We had uh, during celebration of life this past weekend, which went very smoothly and went very nice. Some good, much needed time with family. And uh, it was good to be up there. Nice, man. So, yeah. How about yourself? How was your weekend? I was good. I helped uh, my buddy move. Had a weird moment today, though. So, like, before we went to go get the moving truck, we went and got coffee as essential to any task that requires me to get up at 10 a.m. and or earlier. And when we're there, there's this lady just sitting outside of Starbucks having her coffee, whatever. And uh, she turns to us and is like, any of you guys smoke? And obviously, no. And uh, well, yeah. for me, no. And Tyson, my buddy, no, sorry, but I have a of a lighter if that's what you're after she goes i tell you what how about one of you buy me a ticket to churro for 14 dollars?" and that was one of the most hilarious things i think i've ever seen in my life like do any of you smoke no but if it's a lighter you're after i have one of those that you can just have and then her counter offer was how about instead of the lighter you treat me to a 14 dollar bus ticket to the next town over Weird. i I just thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like it was a counter offer to a thing that we like, I didn't realize we were at the negotiating table. Yeah. That's a good up ask. Yeah. You know, since you're being friendly with me, would you mind? That's like a really interesting tactic when you think about it. Right. Yeah. It's like going into a store and then offering you like, you know what I can do for you. I can actually get you a better deal on that here. Let me, and then you're like, how about you throw in that TV too? Yeah. And they're like, but no, sir, I was just trying to be nice and help you out here. No, That's no, interesting. Like, and then, like the thing is, like, like, we didn't engage her at the beginning at all. It was just like, any of you boys have a cigarette? And that's like a very common and public question. I've gotten it many, many times in my life. Yeah. And you know, answers, uh, sorry, no, I don't. Uh, but, but the funniest thing of just going, okay, well, you have neither one of the things I need right now. How about we go an even further ask of, can you get me to churro? That's funny. So yeah. did you guys get her the churro? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. You're giving her 14 bucks to get the churro? Yeah, that's crazy talk. And it's like, well, I don't know how some people survive in the world. You know, it's like, how do people, how do you ask that? You know what I mean? How do you go to that level? I, I, I would have a hard time. I don't like asking people for help. And if I do, it's like a friend or someone I know I can count on, but I don't enjoy the process of being like, please, yeah, you know, especially to a stranger. I've never yeah, had I, I get people much. down on their luck, but here they are at Starbucks. So not like one of the cheaper coffee drinking moments. a coffee, too. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's just sitting out there sitting outside, having a cup of Joe reading the morning paper. She was like, I'm going to gamble on people's kindness. I'm going to spend the $18 I have in my pocket on this fucking drink. Yeah. And then I'm going to get someone to give oh, me $14. shit. I need to get that flight. I bus ticket to Churro. Yeah. Oh, well, it's an interesting tactic, though, in life. I Honestly, I was dumbfounded. I, I was feel just like... like, hold on a second. 
<laughs> we offered her an act in kind for the one subject, and then she tries to one up us with like, "How about transportation to Churro?" Interesting world we're living in. I uh, just the back and forth of that was just unbelievable, and then we we're just like, "Uh, no, sorry, no cash, no bueno," and then like, we just got out of there and laughed. When, yeah, that's probably a good plan. Yeah, when got the moving moving van. Did we talk? I'm trying to remember. Did we talk about Kane signing with the Oilers yet? Uh, we texted about it. We didn't just talk text, about but it. not live on the pod yet. Well, we when we talked about it on the podcast, it would just be like, it would be great if he... Yeah, because it looked but, like it wasn't going to happen necessarily. What yeah. a deal, hey? Honestly, this was the best free agent frenzy I have not I have seen in such a long time. Yeah. Those big contracts are kind of up now. Everyone's going back to the four or five year or whatever, or yeah. three to four year. And I am so happy with like, you know, the rumor mill going away, like going crazy. The he's gonna sign here. Oh wait, no, we sign in here. And then like, yeah, just like oh, like the rumor has it that Johnny Goodrow is gonna either go to Philadelphia or New York or New Jersey. Signs with Columbus. What yeah. the fuck? Like, oh it is- god, it was crazy. Everything yeah. like going into it was just nuts. Like you say, there were so many people available and so many contracts ready to move, and people that were like, you know, what? I don't want to play here anymore. Like the Johnny Goudreau thing was pretty fucking pretty significant in Cowtown, yeah. right? You see the news anchor that like, was so salty on his news program? No, I didn't see that. Uh, it was just like, and that's the news. Uh, we'll be back at eleven, unless a station in uh, Columbus signs me for more money uh, for less money. That's really funny. I um, like it. It's uh, it's hurtful if you're a Flames fan. It'd be like it's the same thing. McDavid being like. You know, we think he might leave and go to Toronto, and you're like, oh, fuck, like he's not going to sign with Edmonton. And then he signs with like Buffalo. It, and you're it, just it, like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? <laughs> it, it, there's, there's like so many things to be concerned about with all of this, like free agent frenzy. Like, like there's people like, like I like the moves. I, I don't like that we still have Puliarvi. I thought we would have moved him already. Yeah. It's like, the rumor I saw that the uh, maybe we talked about this, but the rumor I saw online is that they call him the play killer. That's funny. I haven't seen like I've seen a little bit of trade talk about him and some hate for him. I think he's not as bad as people make him out to be. I he's don't a know, big man. Body. He didn't do anything in the playoffs. I know. And he every single time us, he though. touched the because and they call him the play killer because every time he touched the puck, he kills the play. Yeah. So that's fair. I like. If the, I wasn't like, if yeah. we end up keeping him, I don't think we're going to have to pay him a crazy amount. And as far like the same goes with Yamamoto, he's so tiny, yeah. you know, he's got nothing but effort, but he's just such a small body that I don't, if we lose Yamo and Pugliarvi, it's like, eh, it is. Well, at it least is. Yamamoto threw whatever size body he had around. You see how tough he played in the playoffs? He does. He's really, really tough on the puck. RV is like a big body, so you'd expect. And this is the problem we had with him the previous time he was here. Yeah. He doesn't make that big of an impact at times, but yeah. And now we and now the Edmonton Oilers got Jack Campbell. Yeah. Um, I don't know like a lot about him. I know he was injured injury prone for a couple seasons there in Toronto, but that he's a decent goalie. Honestly, he he held Toronto. He helped make them what they are today. Yeah. Um. I mean, granted, they're a team that loses first round of the playoffs rather consistently. Yeah. But they wouldn't have any success if it wasn't for him and Nets. And the fact that we picked him up, he's a younger guy. He has a whole career ahead of him. Yeah. I think it's a good pickup for the Oilers. 
I felt really good to sign a goalie that like with a great prospect of a future you know what i mean yeah. and i like Stuart skinner too like the guy we're gonna have as our backup we've had him up yeah but did, what, did uh what's his name retire no smith yeah not like exactly but they said that he's not playing next year in edmonton or that he's not playing next year whether it's long-term injured or whatever the fuck that list is or yeah either way it looks like he's done so yeah. they're saying like soup and stew is what we're going with here no i I think Skinner needs to get a little bit more of the development process going, but yeah, that'll be the backup, like being a backup, right? And just seeing how it goes with Campbell and him. It's a and it's an exciting prospect that the Oilers could have a goalie that could win them games and not lose them games. Because we had like Koskinen lose us several games where it was like, dude, like what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the game. And Smith as well, you know, older goalies that just Koskinen never really found his way in the NHL that that much you know he was great overseas at times he won championships before he came here in russia but then he came over and it was like man he, he never quite did it for us and it just goes to show that they're like different leagues right oh yeah for sure they even all the moves that went on like i uh, toronto i don't know what they're doing yeah uh getting rid of a lot of like trimming a lot of fat like they're making space in their budget which is cool i guess and a lot of like small time signings like jordy ben for one year and mate for one year and i am very interested i was texting with paul going like so trying because i don't want to talk about it oh uh, you don't like really so he's a little salty about it he's salty about everything the fact that they didn't sign jack campbell that they didn't yeah. do all these things because they like jack campbell was going no matter what and now that they have what matt murray and samsonov Samson right. with a one-year contract, memory with like a four-year contract or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But the bad, like the the fun, the most fun I had was watching the Johnny Goudreau uh, frenzy, yeah. and then I also really enjoyed the Evgeny Malkin going yeah. like for the first time in his career. Evgeny Malkin's gonna go in the open market, and then like <laughs> an hour before the deadline, nope. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, Chicago, like, completely imploding is kind of an interesting one too. I don't know if they're imploding. I think that they're making some decent moves. Like, I like it's the trades that Montreal though. did. Yeah. With them, I think they're getting dark. What is it? Uh, Darch? Dar- what was his name? I can't remember. It starts with a D. But like, I like the I like that move. I like that they got a couple of prospects going on. I like the trade that they made with uh, Pittsburgh. Kirby Doc, Doc. Yeah, that, that's it. Sorry. Yeah, I like the trade that they made with Pittsburgh. I actually know Mike Matheson a little bit. I yeah. grew up with his brother and his sister Kelly and his brother uh, Kenny. But yeah, it's um, well, a little bit him as well, just like kind of growing up in the same arenas and stuff like that. So, like, I mean, if I saw cool. him, I think I wouldn't have like right to say hi and all that stuff. And maybe he would remember who I was, but like, Nice. I I know his older siblings a little bit better than that. So like I like that addition. Uh, I, I'm not upset with anything really. Nice. Like, as much as I would love to vent about stupid moves and stuff, I mean, would have been nice to see Montreal do more. But what can they do? Yeah, for sure. And the then... constraints sometimes that you have with cap space is interesting. I'm shocked with the Oilers like that we had the cap space that he was able to make the moves he made our GM to be able to sign Kane. The fact that Kane signed for that too, it's like it kind of fucks with other players' arguments a little bit at well, times. Well, you know that, but you know the conversation they had. 
Kane yeah. knew full well that he's not, no one wants him anywhere. No one wants him elsewhere. Yeah. And if you know that going in, then you're the GM. You're going to be like, listen, let's have a conversation. Let's be realistic. You had a great year, but you had a great year with one of the best players in the NHL passing yeah. the puck. He so, wanted to be to stay here too. Yeah, like, so if you want to stay here, you want to have another successful year. We need to come out and find this compromise. You think you're worth this much? I probably agree with that. But here's the here's what I'm willing to offer you. We to continue this greatness we're on, on our, that's on the way. We gotta we need cap space. So let's yeah. meet in the middle here. Let's go five. What five five and a half? Five, yeah, something like that. Five point one or yeah, five. Yeah, let's do this. Let's make this deal. You're gonna have a great career. The you continue your great career. You're gonna make some serious money. We're not cheaping you out. Like it's not two yeah. million. It's five and a, it's five point one. Yeah, exactly. I did. Sure. It's just exciting. I like the statement that he released. Obviously, and it was just all. It all feels good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, he's an Oiler now. We get that toughness, like with the Oilers that we've been lacking at times, like keeping McDavid there. You like you said, losing Cassian. You know, it was a bit of a tough pill to swallow because he was that toughness for us for a lot of years having Kane step in that role a little bit more to be the guy on the top line. who's like, you touch him. You gotta, you gotta throw with me, you know? Yeah. And I like that. Needed a guy like that for like a little while now. We did. And it's just the tenacity that he brings. And I'm excited for next season, like Jack Campbell and Kane. What do we, what can the others do now? It's like solid goaltending. You know, that's going to be what we get to see. We still have like some issues with defense that we need to address with, with Keith retiring. And we signed Kulak as well. Well, that was a good signing. Yeah. I was very happy with that. You're familiar with him, obviously from him playing in Montreal too, right? Yeah. He was good for us there. There's a bunch of former Montreal Canadians. They got really good contracts recently and like good for them. Yeah, for sure. It's nice to see like people move moving on and, Having a lustrous careers throughout. Yeah, no, but it, it's good to see. Um, no, I'm not worried about the Edmonton Oilers going into the next season. I, f- I feel like they're putting pieces in place to make them a serious contender again. Yeah. You know, like they're not going to like. It's not a fallout. It's not like in 2006 when we went on the great run and then we gutted our team afterwards and we never got to get back there. We kept it together and we are adding a few pieces to the puzzle that might make us better. Yeah. That's what's like sexiest to me. Yeah, I I think that I just the all, all, all they're going to be firing on all cylinders, and I like you still keeping your clutch players there, which you need. Yeah, we're, and, and we're, you gotta, but you have to give them incentive to stay. Like I can see why, like I can see why how a guy like McDavid can get uh, frustrated with like the team that he's on, and you see it all the time, yeah. right? So yeah, in previous seasons for sure. It's become less and less like that level of frustration, which is nice though. You know, because they are they're building a team around him now, which is good. We got rid of some of the shit contracts that we were stuck with, and it may it's gonna pay dividends. Yeah, I I mean it's gonna be cool to see. And I I found what the Avalanche did was rather interesting in the sense that they're kind of cleaning out, like they had to clean house a little bit. Yeah, that hurts for sure. Yeah. And I like the moves that Detroit did. Detroit made some serious moves too. Yeah, who did they pick up? Like Ville Husso, and they made a bunch of moves. To be honest with you, they may they might they they might be a force to be reckoned with now. They're they're with. They got great young players. Oh, they signed uh, from Perron, didn't they? Yep. 
few yeah. former Blues. I think I think Vila Husa went there. Let me just check on the on here. I I have like a list of. I what... saw it floating around because isn't it Perron that played for the Oilers for a bit there, and we let him go, and he all of a sudden he went to St. Louis and lit it up. Yeah, that, that happens all the time, though, man. Like you yeah. can't if you lose sleep over that, then like I don't. You, yeah, you can't. Like the amount of times that the Montreal Canadiens have uh made silly decisions for like they had McDonough and then they signed the trade him to New York to make a different deal. Yeah. Petrie's another one from the Oilers that we let go that was like yeah. you know went somewhere. There's so many players. Went to Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and he did well and Montreal just traded him to uh uh traded him to Detroit uh, to Pittsburgh, sorry. Yeah, so like the Red Wings got Ben Sherratt. They also got uh, Dominic Kubalik from Chicago. Yeah, that's a good one too. He's a good little player. Yeah, both Florida, both uh, Florida teams got. Sorry, the Florida Panthers got both Stahl brothers. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of fun. I like when you see brothers playing together. Like you grow up playing with your brothers, so the idea of them getting to play on the same team is nice. And then the fact that Darcy Camper went to the Capitals, like I didn't see that coming. I was surprised by that. Yeah, there was a like honestly, this was probably the the most entertaining, uh, the most entertaining free agent frenzy I've seen in a little while. And now like the Hurricanes are beefed up a lot. Um, Just the way a lot of teams got better, which is fun, and the Calgary Flames got worse, which is funny. They're they're gonna make some moves later. They're gonna have to. They have to. Yeah. I like that we sent them into a rebuild. That's kind of fun. Who's gonna take all the credit for that, eh? Well, the others like pummeled them, and Goudreau couldn't take it anymore. Clearly, so I get that. You know, you're in the Battle of Alberta. It's kind of fucked up though. They released the schedule, and we only play Calgary three times next season, which really? is a little bit insane for Edmonton Calgary. I thought I was yeah. like three times really. It's kind of messed up. And then they're all early in the season as well. Yeah. yeah I don't remember exactly where Vile Huso went. I'm just trying to look it up. Did you Google his name? I'm doing that now. I thought okay. I could find it on uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Nice. Sometimes we go the hard route in life. and then No, no, it's exactly that. what you said. Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so they beefed up a little. That's good, though. Like, Detroit has... The rookies who came up, Maurice Sider, obviously winning the Calder, and uh, Lucas Raymond as well, another rookie that's really good with them. And they still have, like, Larkin, and they have a decent decent team. They might actually be working their way back into being a contender again, right? Yeah, yeah. so it would be interesting to see. Like, a whole bunch of big moves this year, and then there's still a bunch of players that have yet to be signed. True. Like Kadri, no one knows where he's going yet. Yeah, I Colorado's going to keep him. I guarantee I, that. You, you think? Because like they I need think, to make some space or they have to make a deal. Yeah, they'll figure something out. I don't think they want to let they him go. They didn't keep their goalie. That's no, true. They didn't keep Darcy Camper. Like, that's they that got their, just, do you think Colorado got their championship and now they're just like, we'll see what we can do next year? I guess. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I think, like, I like it would be wise to go for, like, another, like, rebuild going, like, we got this one. I, instead of going for like another one where we have to like we had to make some clutch decisions and they made that with with what they had but again they had like free agency galore so they might have to go for another rebuild yeah it is what it is yeah i mean it's yeah. funny we always say this because 
there's 32 teams in the league now, right? And you know, only one win. Oh, the so. Kraken made a bunch of big moves too. Like Kraken's a force we reckon with. Yeah. Um, Chicago picking up Max Domi was a cool move in my books. Uh, and and that other player there, I can't remember, but like Carolina picking up Brent Burns, and then they got Max Pacioretty. That's gonna be interesting. I was I didn't know that Brent Burns went to Carolina until you just said that. That's a yeah. big pickup. That's a big move for Burnsy yeah. to leave. Fucking uh, sounds right. Yeah. He's a he's a pain in the ass to play against. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of stuff to go on in this upcoming season. A lot of cool new storylines. I because I, I remember like when the free agency uh, frenzy used to be on, and you would see like big fucking moves into the or the trade deadline where you see like crazy fucking trades. Yeah. For years, for years, we didn't get anything insane or be. Nothing worth talking about and all that yeah. stuff. Like no, the players no. available aren't that exciting. They're not superstars. They're just like, man. Yeah. Like, like I I would have loved to seen Evgeny Malkin wear a different color jersey. That would have been intense, eh? Yeah. And like I think we might live in a world where we might see Sidney Crosby wear a different color jersey. How many how many years does he have left on his contract? I don't think many. That would be fucked up. I don't think we'll ever see that, but it'd be fucked up if he did. Hey, it's man, like I he's getting up there in age, and I think he's like he's done everything you can do in an NHL career, right? How do you think that would make uh, um, Deanna's husband feel if he oh, signed with probably, the Mont- Montreal Canadiens? Fucking Sidney Crosby. He would absolutely crumble. <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do. What did you uh, make of Yarmer Yager? Did you see his little statement that he came out with? I there? love I it. Love, I, love I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, Yarmer Yager keeps doing these things and like fucking yeah. good on him. Like he has a sense of humor and like he's he's the best. For sure. I wish they had of like uh, Pittsburgh kind of like commented on the Twitter feed, I guess. Yeah. It would have been sweet if he gotten a little contract from Pittsburgh just to retire there. Yeah, but I mean, like he's fifty. What are you gonna do with him? Yeah, I that's the they thing. do that all the time. Where like they'll do like one day contracts. So they, yeah, like, I think uh, what didn't they do that with Marion Hosa for Chicago? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, you're they right. do that stuff all the time. So they could do that. Just be like, but isn't like like he's been retired and brought back so many times that like I don't know. Yeah, did you see the Duncan Keith like retirement announcement little video that he did? I didn't see the video, no. It was kind of cute. He just, like, he had his son with him. He was so proud that his son got to see him play these last few years because his son's getting, like, maybe around 10. And he just, like, thanked everyone and then turned to his little boy and was like, I just want to thank you. And it was like a beautiful father-son kind of moment. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of cute. But it was, he yeah. did good for us, and I appreciate He only played a season with the Oilers, but the impact that a veteran like that can have on your young defenseman is can last for fucking years to come. Yeah, no, we saw that with uh, Adam Oates. He came to the Oilers like in his final season, and he fixed the face-off fucking game of all of our players for like the following ten years. Yeah, it was insane. uh, You know what he does now? eh? He's like a private instructor now with like the pro guys. There's like a waiting list of people that want to work with Adam Oates to make them a better hockey player. I'm not shocked because I saw personally what he did in Edmonton. Like people don't talk about that as much, how much of an impact he fucking had on the Oilers at that time period. But mm-hmm. he's a skillful master at doing those kind of things and teaching people, I guess. 
I don't know if we talked about this, but they're bringing back the OG colors for the Oilers. We have not talked about that. I'm, I'm so, so happy. So fucking stoked. Oh, it's the best jersey, dude. I like, oh, I said the other day to Crystal, I was like, I can get a cane jersey because we signed him and I can get it in that fucking color blue. She's like, I, uh, I don't fucking think so. I'm getting a cane jersey, not you. We can both get cane jerseys. There's yeah, no, no that'd be that. weird, though. You Just one per household, right? I disagree. Yeah. I disagree wholeheartedly. That's funny. No, yeah. but it's an option. I like it. I There was talk of uh, Patrick Kane wanting a trade, and I was like, how much fun would it be if we could have both Canes, the Kane brothers playing for Edmonton? But it's not meant to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's just be happy with the contracts we got so far. I mean, I am, but I to, can to dream, some, like, imagine. To make a trade to get like, Patrick Kane, that's an expensive contract. We'll give them. There's, the rumor I hear, I'm hearing now is that he might go to New York as well. I but heard like, that, too. But I keep hearing rumors, and I keep being – Pleasantly surprised by the other, sure. you know, and I'm I'm really happy that Tortorella is back in Philadelphia. As soon as I knew Tortorella was coming back, I knew that Goudreau wasn't going to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, his big issue is the coach. He doesn't like a coach that talks shit about him yeah. just to try and motivate him. But he doesn't like that. We we live in the generation of like be nice to me or else I'm I can't play for someone that hurts my feelings. Yeah, that's true. You think that's what it is? That's what I thought too. Yeah. I had that ex- immediate feeling of that. They don't want to say it, but it is what it is. Oh, it's exactly what that is. And so if you get a guy like Tortorella going uh, going at Goudreau, it's just like... It's not going to work. No. And especially with when he coached in New York, there was this like one reporter called Brooksy that he would just give it to all the time. That's funny. And because Philadelphia is like right next to New York, like granted, they're like not like right next to but they're close enough. I'm hoping that Brooksy makes a few appearances where he just like fucking gives it to him. I love watching Tortorella just give it to reporters. I, I I think a coach like that and a coach like um, Daryl Sutter are just great for the NHL for an entertainment value. Yeah, and something saying how it is too. Sometimes you need like the tough guys to be able to say like, don't be a bitch and just... But that's the thing. Like you need that. Like yeah. you also need to take down your stars down a peg every once in a while going like you're not above the fucking team. 100%. And all that stuff. And that's all I feel like they did. But I'm sure someone will out there disagrees with me, and that's fine. Yeah, and that's just the way life works sometimes. It, it's a time and a place for encouragement and how it works on teams and players. Sometimes it works. Some They win championships. Other times the coach gets fired. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, that's the fun of the yeah. NHL is like certain recipes of hockey and like every sport. What, is, what does it take to win a championship? Like all the little things to fall in line to perfectly yeah. – get to where you need to be and i right? love how many people went after barry trotz to coach their team like even this bar in edmonton was all like trotz free beers for life if you sign sign with the winnipeg jets please that's funny and like he was just like i want to chill with my family maybe next year i'll see and <laughs> that opens the door for like but i also want to see like new coaches and stuff like we see the same coaches recycled and it recycled. gets tiresome after a while i really like jay woodcroft that like the Oilers coach and just seeing what he's brought to the team, a fresh like perspective, a younger guy, someone who's up and coming. Like it's fun to see, you know, yeah, fresh blood. Uh, it's, it's good. It's honestly, it's good. I know the Oilers have gone through fucking what 13 coaches in 14 years or something. Oh like God. I don't even know. It's been a lot. Yeah. You're not that far off is the fucked up part. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like it's funny when you see all the different coaching styles come through town. 
you're like, man, but like, I'm really happy where we're at right now. Dave Manson too, being like the defensive coach, he's really toughening everyone up and. Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. There was talk of uh, going after Mason Marchment here in Edmonton, which his son, Brian, or his father, Brian Marchment just recently passed away. Former yeah. Oiler who would have been kind of a cool homage as well. If he ends up coming here. Yeah. That was a tragic story. Yeah. Died in Montreal. Just poor guy. Yeah, it sucks. Gone too young. Um, I've kind of said all I wanted to say about the free agent frenzy. I feel Are like you... we did good. Yeah. Here, here's the thing I'm going to put you on the spot on since we're on hockey. The hockey pool. You coming back for it or what? I don't know. Uh, I have to put some thought into it, of course. Like, we'll see. I don't know. Well, uh... here's the thing that they want uh commitments early because this is a highly sought after hockey pool now is it okay well in that case like give someone else my spot to enjoy it because i got to have fun for a year and really? it's like Cause a- falls back in and they they want they want to bring back uh uncle john i don't see why you don't just come back for it yeah i'm interested i just think it's funny because you're like intense and i'm just teasing you a little bit by being like if it's that like sought after like uh I don't want to be the guy that takes someone else's spot who really wants in, you know, mm-hmm. let them, I'm being a good sport here and let them know. Of course I want to play again. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. No, good. Cause we'll get yeah, you man. back in. I don't like Morgan called me like last week going like, so are all your cousins back in the hockey pool. I'm like, that's a little no longer July. Like what's going on? Why are you calling yeah. me about this right now? He goes like, dude, you don't even know this is turning into a much bigger deal. And he goes like, like I'm in charge of the money this year. So like no fucking around with like late payments and all this. I'm like, all right, fuck, stop yelling at me, Morgan. All right, I'll figure it yeah. out. So like I texted you and Paul right away. And like Paul got back to me like after like nine days, he responds to text. <laughs> I was pretty instantaneous. Yeah, of just I don't know. Yeah, and then I thought you'd you, love that. The ominous, I was so I annoyed with it at the time. Oh, I know. And I just like that's what made it so much fun because <laughs> I was like, of course, I'm going to fucking go in on it because it's important to Thomas. And I, I had fun, too. It's fun watching ho- hockey with other purpose behind your watch. Yeah. When you're like, I don't and want to get you guy. into other games, too. Right. Yeah. Like, I know that you're an Oilers fan through and through, but fuck to to peruse a little bit. You'd be like, all right, well, it's fun. I got I got something on the line for the uh whatever seattle kraken versus the minnesota wild i didn't like that there was certain little things that could have been adjusted me like you said morgan's running it this year not no no morgan's running the money okay it's still sam's running the because like who what like what was one what was the grand prize do you know i don't uh to be fair that would be cool to know not, not all of the money has been paid back yet what so, like, I know Paul still owes $10. Wow. That's fucked and, up. Yeah. And I, that's all I know off the top of my head. But, like, there's yeah. still like people that still have to, like, pay, like, their trade fees and stuff like that. Weird. That's why I Morgan wants to be on top of the money. Yeah. I'm always, like, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm like, fucking legit with those kind of things. Yeah. So, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I'd but, like, text uh, Paul and be, like. Hey man, so like it's ten bucks. Gotta squeeze them, yeah. You gotta like. You want to come back next year? He's like, yeah, man, I want in. I'm like, cool. Um, so about that owe ten dollars. Like, <laughs> like I know it's ten bucks, but yeah. you owe it. So yeah, get on that shit, Paul. Like, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, little things like that, like the grand prize. We should know that. You would think, you know what I mean? Like, 
That's the only thing. Yeah. Not knowing the trade list too. I bugged you about how many times and you're like, text the guy. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. But there's like also like being an adult about it. Just like we have a group chat for a reason. But you're my guy. You gotta yeah, like. I know, but I'm trying to introduce me. you to other you, guys. You like veined me into this situation, so I turned to my like foreman. Here's how the conversation went down last year. You do not recall? <laughs> hey man, I'm in a hockey pool. Would you like to play too? And you're like a hockey pool. I don't think I've ever done one of those before. Yeah, it's really fun. We put together a team and we see how well we can do. Well, I think that's something I'd like to participate in. Thomas, sign me up. There was zero coercion, zero fucking getting in your head about this. It was just like, hey, man, I'm doing this, and you don't even need to be in the same city as us. There was a you little bit of excite- more excitement than that, I feel. It was more like, hold on one sec. I'm just going to like leave the screen and then come back with my excited Thomas impression. Hey, Sean. So this hockey pool, it's going to be really fucking awesome, man. It's going to be really rad. There's like a great group of bros, man. Like, you got to get in on this, man. It's fucking Did I really lie about awesome. any of that? I don't think like, I undersold any of that. What's that, sir? I don't think I undersold any of that. No, it was awesome. Yeah, it great was group fun. of guys. <laughs> great group of guys. I'm just saying, you were very excited about it, and I, I was excited to participate too. It was yeah. really fun. Like I said, it was interesting. I learned things about how to hockey pool and how not to hockey pool. Like, yes, you know that's the team that you cheer for, and you do like them a lot. But picking all the same guy, like all the players from the same team might not be the best strategy because you miss out on a lot of games played. Yes. But little things. Also, picking up a goalie that's actually playing is pretty legit. That's pretty critical. Yeah, that's very critical. And like goalies get more points and defensemen get more points. So there's that too. Like Kale McCarr is going to get picked in the top three, I bet, this year. 100%. So... It's Some gonna go. Scouting. It's gonna go. Drysaddle, McDavid, McCarr. Yeah, could he scores more goals? Although Matthews had a pretty. Oh wait, how did he do for you in the end? He was up there. Wasn't he had the he most the goals in the NHL. Yeah, but like points wise and shit in the pool, did he? He had to have been up there. Yeah, he was my number one. Nice. Kane's gonna go a lot higher this time around. I think he he's didn't gonna get go third round. He didn't get selected. What's that? Sorry, he's gonna go third round. Well, of yeah, course he yeah. didn't get selected. He didn't have a team until like the latter half of the season. John picked him up gleefully. At yeah, the end. that was such a sneaky move by John. Yeah. Such a sneaky move. No, it's fun. Yeah. With that, yeah. no, that's the thing. Like, it's cool. So you're I have it on we just need Uncle John to come back for it and all that stuff. Does he yeah. want to come back? Do you know? I don't know, to be honest. I'm sure he'll be in. I would guess that's my early anticipation, early guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. But no, definitely fun stuff. That yeah. was a good, heavy, hockey, heavy start. Yeah. Do I dare ask if you're caught up on anything that we... How could I be? How could I be? I I've had zero that. chance to watch anything. It's just... You know, Work, fucking other, home, sleep. Other, other days go town. by. And then like... No, nothing, Tom. This is slowly but surely stopping becoming a pop cultural podcast. It's okay. We can evolve. I'm okay with evolving and being showing different colors. You know, it's fun. But speaking of pop cultural podcasts, uh, on the 28th of July, I will be uh, representing our podcast on Star Wars 
at a as a old Star Wars and Marvel trivia game show night on that show. Interesting. That's fun. Yeah. Now there's a bunch of the Star Wars stuff that I don't know that's canon. So like there's a lot like the Bad Batch. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Clone Wars. I'm like halfway through it. Right. Rebels. Never seen it. Yeah. So I have I'm at a disadvantage there. But I feel like there's going to be other questions that I just help me sneak my way to the very tippy top. Excellent. It's yeah. fun playing those kind of, I've never actually done like a trivia, hardcore trivia night. I've done like play trivia games, like Star Trek ones and friends ones and walking dead ones, but it'd be fun to like have a really trivia down. I used to be better at that kind of stuff. I'm slipping now. I don't watch as many movies as I used to. Like, I feel you like you don't watch as much as anything as you used to. Not in the summertime. No, that's for no. sure. Yeah, I'm gonna get to it though. It's gonna be a fun. I just want to talk about Strange New Worlds. I bet, and 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 how good it is, and then get your uh, uh, like. Well, we can talk about. Let's talk about this. I'll give you a little bit. How did you feel about um, Captain Pike's hair? I mean, do you think that they overdid it? No, with the big all. muff at the front, or do you not think that it looked good and handsome on him? Dude is a very attractive man. Yeah, you enjoy that. And also, like, I went back and I started some OG Star Trek, and like, I went back to what their Pike looked like. Yeah, and like the comparison is fucking there. Like, they're oh yeah, like they're they're not doing much to steer you away from what's going on. Like that's that's one thing I've been really enjoying. It is as much as it's its own thing and it's modern day with like our today's technology is that it's in line with what the original show gave us. Yeah, for sure. One of my uh, nieces actually asked me recently if I'm watching strange new worlds because she's a original series loyalist. Like she's only really ever watched the original series and a little bit of TNG, but not much, Mm -hmm. but she loves the OG star Trek. So she started watching Strange New Worlds, having never watched Discovery. And I was like, you kind of did yourself a big disservice there because she's looking at it as just the reboot of the five years before the five-year mission kind of thing. So she's, it's an interesting perspective. Seven years, by the way. It's seven years before the five-year mission. Right. My bad. So it's like interesting how she's coming into that without having gotten the Discovery aspect of Pike. And mm-hmm. that story that like, it's an interesting place to start. And that's what's fun about these things sometimes is where people cut into a show or a series. Well, they also re-explain you know? the fact that I saw these Klingon. Yeah, but it just is so much Klingon fortune when you tellers. watch it. Seeing it in Discovery was like, yeah. fuck. But there's so much to the finale. And I can't discuss more of it, but there's so much of, there's so many nods to what's, like all of that and it's yeah. so good and i want to get to there but no sean is taking the fucking slow fucking pay i've watched the finale three times now because it's fantastic wow and then because i i, I found out that it had to do with like a other episodes yeah. other episode of like original star trek i've watched that episode and then watched the new one again just so i can compare fucking notes that makes and sense it's, and the fact that they can do this now with all like like because time travel is a fucking thing it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. I like nods like that. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. And it seems then... like you can. You're lying to me. I can't wait to watch it. Camera. 
You're I think right. you like you, you clearly can wait to watch it because right. a real fan. This is like two weeks. You're two weeks behind of the finale. Like, yeah, I, I get means, you but I'm actually like eight do. weeks behind because or no six weeks because I have yeah. four episodes. Yeah, six weeks behind. I get that you have some shit that you got to do, but it's also like you don't have like an hour somewhere. I just like to take my time and savor the episodes. No, I feel like no, I, I no. do like a two week interval. You know, I don't like to just power. See, this is this is this is where I disagree with your level of fandom. This is where I'm going to call you out. Because the real fan could not fucking wait to see this stuff. <laughs> you couldn't wait to see, like, what are they going to do? How are they going to leave us? What kind of cliffhanger are they going to leave us on? And they leave us on something so delicious. They Every episode, even their silly ones, are fucking amazing. And then there's things that are being touched upon, characters that may be, be being brought back that, sh- like, amazing that they're even being introduced in the first place. Like, there's so much story to tell before Kirk takes the helm of the Enterprise, that it's just fantastic storytelling. It sounds like it, sir. It sounds very exciting. I'm very excited for it. I'm pissed. <laughs> Stop devoiding yourself of joy, Sean. That's what I hear, which I love too. Because yeah. everything you're saying right now, it's out of love. You're like, why aren't you enjoying the things you enjoy? Why yeah. aren't you enjoying the things you enjoy, Sean? What's also, your problem? We want to talk about like you like. Don't you want to discuss this with me? Don't you want to I have this I is the really thing that brought it. us together in the first. That's place, what's Sean. so funny is I really do, and I to this point it's kind of funny. It's, this kid pointed this out to me at work the other day. It was like plus thirty two, and which means in our shop it's like plus forty. And so I'm like building away, and he comes over and he's like, "Why don't you have your fan on?" And I'm like, because there's a big industrial fan there that I can turn on, which makes it look, I was like, I want to get to the point where I can barely fucking handle it, barely take it anymore. Then I'll put it on and I'll appreciate it that much more. And he's like, why don't you just have it on the whole time? You fucking psycho. It'll make you feel that much less hot the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like, I'd rather push myself to that point where I can't take it. Then I'll like really enjoy it. And he's like, you like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I didn't see it as a problem. Yeah, you're legit. Uh, you're legitimately a psychopath. <laughs> I thought you would enjoy that. Well, He's like, I mean, and I'm like, what not, else? No, it just angers me because, like, because what it does is just it's like you view yourself as infallible, right? I'm fallible. I just but, like it, push it myself like, to the limits. It, it, instead of just pointing out, like, oh, you're right, I probably should have had this fan on the whole time. No, no, I did this on purpose. I yeah. want to be. I would. I, I want did, a gigantic swab like... in my fucking nether regions, and then only <laughs> then will I put on a fan. Pretty much, no, no, no. I make. I want to get to the brink of dehydration where <laughs> I'm going to be near faint to the point where you look like a manatee to me. All right, and then and only then will I put on the fan. It's true. Yeah, you're a fucking <laughs> psychopath, Sean. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. He I, called I, me out and I was like, and then so then I'm like self-examined. I'm like, fuck, what else in life right now am I pushing to the limit without realizing I'm pushing to the limit? Because it's it's like a reward. You know what I mean? When you mm. get through something hard and then you get something nice, it's a reward. So I've tried to like set myself up sometimes in this reward system. This is see, but I would believe you, but this is complete and utter bullshit. It's just bullshit. 
because you don't actually feel these way about things. You probably just forgot to turn on your fan. You don't no, even. Uh, I, no, I, I really like. I really thought it through as much as you'd like to think it's not a pre-thought. It's 100% pre-thought. Like it's too. If you put it on first thing in the morning when it's still kind of cool in the shop, later on when it's like fucking deathly hot, the fan means nothing to you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like building up expectations for movies. People that get too hyped about it, then they're left disappointed. I, I compare it to that. I'm going to stand by the fact that you're just a psychopath. That's fair. Yeah. I can accept judgment. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's it, it, You devoid yourself of joy and, you know. But it makes the joy that much better later. You know, it's devil's when you the get joy. It. What's that? Sorry. Who gives a shit when you get it? But it's, it's, it's just no. the longer you wait, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'll come more prepared next time, next episode to explain to you my you come with a PowerPoint presentation on why I'm right. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No, fuck that noise. Even if you came prepared, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, you're full of shit. And I'll next- have a laser pointer and everything. Yeah. Fucking A. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, when we were driving through uh um the north Alberta. We came to this small town and we had to stop to get some um, supplies. And outside of the building, there's a huge warning sign saying like they're having a lot of issues with cougars in the area and to very be very cautious. Do not leave um, cougars and mountain lions. Be, don't leave out food. Don't like leave out human waste, all those kind of things. There's a like, big issue with older, attractive women. Exactly. I was like, this is scary. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, let's get back in the car and get the fuck out of here. But how intense is it that people still like, I don't know, obviously people still live like this in the world, but there's still like mountain lions are fucking scary. Isn't that a terrifying thought of how to die getting like attacked by a fucking cat? I mean, yeah, that as far as ways to go being eaten by a fucking cat. That's pretty scary. I mean, uh, yeah. I had this little guy working with us who was from India and he's like, do you, have you been camping? And he, he got all he, serious. Does he with like me. it when you call him a little guy? Yeah, he was a little guy. What what's can it, I what's say? his name? He's Richard? a little guy. What's that? What's his name? It's not important. So, what's his name? I don't remember, to be honest. I just remember the story. It was really funny because he I asked just me. He being like so condescending. Like, he asked he was, me like, if I camped. Show. Hey, what's if up? I've never been camping. Cute little, and I was like, cute, cute yeah, of guy? course I've camped before. And he's like, what about the bears and like the mountain lions and shit? And I was like, I, you just have, it's part of it, man. And I didn't like let down that it's not something you really have to worry about that much, but it's just funny. The perspective that people have not knowing that it's not like you see them fucking everywhere. People mm-hmm. like other people who haven't been camping are like, what the fuck? They're like, it's an interesting one. Little one, one of those things that people who travel here from other countries, you don't think about here. We just go into the wilderness and fucking sleep, but they're like legit. Like what the fuck? What if you die? Yeah. That's why you gotta bring bear bear uh, spray with you wherever you go. I guess so. Yeah. I'm not afraid of no bear. Cool. You just gotta run faster than the person next to you. Yeah, and you you're just a gigantic athlete, eh? <laughs> no, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Biggie said, "Run from cops, fuck that. I'm too fat. I'll fuck around and have an asthma attack." Yeah. <laughs> Such a good quote. Yeah, fucking A. I know. Mountain lion's scary. That was my point to the whole fucking story. 
Yeah, I still think you probably owe Rajesh or whatever his name is an apology for calling him a little guy. That sounded racist, Rajesh. <laughs> Why? It's like they're Steve. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> he was a funny guy. He didn't work with us for too long. He ran away. He went back home. He didn't like it here. It was the weirdest thing. He came here. He was like moved in with a cousin or something. He was able to come here. To, he was going to apply for his visa. And then one day he just was like, no, man, I decided it's ain't for me. I want to go back home. I miss my family. Yeah. Like, like, good luck, buddy. Tell me we can't handle the cold, man. Yeah, that's a funny thing to watch when you see like first year Canadians coming in and they're like, it's my favorite thing to see because they're like, what is like shorts and t-shirt weather for me? Yeah. is like winter jacket for others. And I, I think it's the funniest thing because like, Obviously, they're not acclimatized, so whatever. But just like the visual of it, it makes me go, <laughs> you know, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, that's the great part in the beginning is when they're like, holy crap. And you're like, dude, it's like eight more months of this and we'll be over it. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, eight more fucking months. Just wait till the second winter hits. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> no, it's a joyous thing. And it's fun. Like you make it when you make it through a winter with your fellow Canadians, you're like, we did it. You know, and it's, it's usually my second favorite season. Yeah. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. There's aspects of it. I like some of the I best fucking love the winter, winter so much. Yeah, it's a controversial opinion for sure. Well, like you get to like midway of February and you're just like, all right, this shit can wrap up anytime soon. But like that first three months of winter, I just think it's amazing. Actually. Mm-hmm. What do you like about it? Uh, it's just like it's literally the only time I really view that it's like a real season change. Yeah. So like spring, like plants are coming back, whatever. But like snow on the ground is one of my all-time favorite like views. Just how the whole climate actually does change, and I just yeah, I, don't okay. know, I just like it. Interesting winter stuff like doing stuff outdoors in the winter is easy to do, provided you're bundled up. Sledding's fun, skating's fun, outdoor hockey's fun. Like, I don't that is a lot of fun. I like all those things too, except for the skating part. Can do you not know how to skate? No, I skated when I was a kid, but I haven't since. Put it on your to do list. I mean, you quit smoking. How hard can learning how to skate be? It's just not on the like high on the list to be honest you're gonna go outside and like freeze your ass off to walk around that's the thing you don't i guess you're moving moving. yeah because you're moving you don't and you get to play pickup hockey and skill level there doesn't fucking matter as long Mm -hmm. as you show up to play and have fun yeah that's fair yeah it's one of those winter sports it's i don't know i've had a lot of people bug me in the last little bit last few seasons especially to be like we should go skating and i'm like "Eh." i wonder like people do say that skating is like riding a bike it's been a solid 20 years since i've put on skates so i'm i'd be curious to see just how good i still am just go to like the a a park near your house early morning late afternoon or something go when it's dead and just see what you give it a go yeah that'd be fun retake it even then, like, it's a fun thing to practice. Like, it's good exercise. It's something you can practice at. Like, like I'm not as good as a skater as I once was. I know that. I mean, 
I remember I told I've put on a hundred pounds since then and all that. So <laughs> that happens. Kieran and Dwayne were trying to convince me to go skating at one point, and I told them that I would, but they had to arrange for Connor McDavid to hold my left hand and Wayne Gretzky to hold my right hand, and for them to give me tips throughout the entire skating trip. Just to inform them that, like, I'm not fucking going skating with you guys. You can stop bugging me about it. But Well, you're fucking Kieran's going to hear it here first that you're actually going to start trying again. So it's, it's highly doubtful. <laughs> What's the worst thing that happens? It's just another life skill. Yeah, you're not wrong. I and like if the you way ever that... have kids, you get the pleasure of teaching them how to skate. Yeah, the way that you're presenting this definitely is pretty legit. Yeah, I can say that you're yeah. you're approaching it in the right subject, like having a life skill. That's a good way of convincing someone who's like, it's hey, like learning how to swim. Lose. You're just yeah, exactly, and that brought a lot of joy. Yeah, gotta say. These little skills, these little things in life. Make I'm it just saying, if you learn how to do all the out- winter outdoor stuff, you will probably learn to enjoy winter even more. That's a good point. Um, skiing is one of those things that would be fucking fun, but I've only done it a little bit. Cross-country skiing was like, meh. Horseshoeing was okay at times, but... Horseshoeing? Yeah, and horseshoeing. Snowshoeing? Or sorry, snowshoeing. <laughs> horseshoeing is the, like, uh, the sea. Yeah. <laughs> now skiing's fun i wouldn't mind learning how to snowboard that's one thing i've always that's always been a bucket list thing for me yeah it would be fun for sure yeah it's funny like right now we're in the middle of july and we just went into like a big tangent on winter and winter sports and hockey i guess too but yeah. hey what do you do it's probably cooling people off in the heat right now honestly it's so fucking hot here like my here knees too. are sweating same behind my knees are sweating while we are doing this podcast yeah so there we go yeah yeah Mm. what do you got planned for this week ahead anything crazy i got the i'm officiating that wedding oh nice this now upcoming weekend here Mm -hmm. sweet where is it churro oh nice one town that lady didn't ask me next week i could have just given her a ride i'm (laughs) on the way there already (laughs) that's awesome is it a whole weekend event? Like you're staying out there? Or is it just you're going out for the day and then coming I think home? I'm going to go out for the day and then go to the wedding, then like stay there for the night and then come nice. back the next day. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Because it's oh. like a drinking affair and I don't, you know, drinking and yeah. driving is bad. So, yeah, of course. That's cool, man. I don't know what I'm doing yet this week ahead. We'll see what the life brings. It's kind of nice. I have a week to figure that out. Yeah. And the following week, I'm going to try and go to Boston. Yeah. What for? Marty has a hockey team that's playing in the Chowder Cup. It's like um, it's a tournament that's been around for years, like top 15-year-olds or whatever, how old, 16-year-olds yeah. playing it. And he's coaching a team. So I was like, well, fuck. If I'm going to go to him, I'm, I might as well go into like a fun city. So if I can go hit up Beantown, let's see if I can leave on a Friday, come back on a Sunday night or something. Sweet. That'd be fun. Yeah, I know. Just traveling these days fucking sucks. I heard that. Yeah, lots of cancellations. and Not just cancellations. It's just like lack of staff to do things. And, and it's like every part of airport working. Like it's not just like... Like, all aspects of going to Toronto sucks. Like, to go through security takes forever to do I've this. I've heard that, yeah. Forever. Like, it's just, like, it's not an ideal time to travel. Yeah, that's shitty. 
Yeah. But still worth it if you can get through it all. If you yeah. can get through that little bit, I guess, if you can like go in for a weekend like that with your best pro, it'd be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. So I got some stuff with work to figure out, but hopefully I'll be able to get, get it going. Nice. Well, that'd be awesome. Couple yeah. exciting weeks ahead, then that's for sure. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. If not, then it doesn't work out. Whatever it doesn't work out, I'll try and figure out how to see him again. But but like the efforts there, I'm just I've been looking at flights and like there's some space on some of them, which is fine. I just there's a dire- one direct flight out of Halifax, so it's just to make sure I get out. Like I, I told him, like if I have to fly through Toronto or Montreal, I'm not fucking coming. Yeah, that's a completely fair. Like, <laughs> no, that's not why. Why put yourself through that in that sense, right? Yeah, like and then just to do all that, like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. Sweet. Oh, that's exciting, Tom. Yeah, I don't uh, have many, many plans now for the rest of summer. Every weekend, you know. Here's a suggestion. Watch Star Trek Strange New World as a fucking animal. I keep, like, planting this, giving you that opportunity to say that. I'm probably going to watch at least one episode this week. I only have four left, so. No. I'll squeeze in an hour. I I was so upset that you're just going to do this to yourself and to me. I know I really for want to weeks, watch it though. For weeks I've been dying to watch, watch <laughs> this with you. This is the thing that bonded us on the, the have this show is our lo- mutual love of this of Star Trek. Now we're getting some of the best Star Trek we've seen in years. And here's Sean going, well, you know, um, I had to go to the the local mall and you make uh, a very solid see about point. some coins and you just that that was four hours. So I did that took away all <laughs> the Star Trek watching time and then. Oh man, there were some garage sales. Oh, I went. Now it's gonna be like a really another, fucking long time. I went to you another, went too far. and then I haggled him. It was like, well, how much do you want for these pool noodles? He goes, you could just have them. I was like, I'll give you five dollars for the set. You just made it worse. Now I'm Did never I? watching it. My spot on <laughs> yeah. shot impression. Yeah. You wish I'll never watch <laughs> it again. <laughs> cool man. I, this is your fucking loss. I will never watch Star Trek again. No, I'm just joking. I'll watch it. I'll get yeah. to it. I just won't tell you about it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm like this close to going, you know what? Fuck you. Here's some spoilers. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I would have to hang up the phone. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You thought this was insane. Just wait till they introduce these fucking aliens, you motherfucker. It's funny. um, Hanging up on people isn't as good as it used to be. It's like either a click on the Zoom call or like... a angry push with one finger. It's you don't get like that like slam down tent. anymore. What's that? It's a lot like slamming a door to a tent. Yeah. Yeah. It's not very rewarding. No, it's not. It's just the, like, what do you do? Zip it up really fast. And then, well, the zipper gets stuck then too. And you oh, can super awkward. Oh, I, I have so many issues with zippers sometimes. I have to really take a deep breath. They fucking really piss you, me off. Did you ever get like, a, there's something about Mary's little scenario with a zipper? Never yet, but I'm very yeah. careful and cautious with that kind of thing. Well, just bring that kind of careful and conscious to, cautious to the, your everyday life. And then you shouldn't have problems with zippers anymore. Yeah, I just don't have time. I try to rush things. Oh, yeah. Your, your time is just so valuable. It is. If I learned anything from having this podcast with you, it's just your time is just fucking gold. money. It, it's like, money. Yeah. It it's is just, money, oh, Tom. No, things just cannot be moved or rearranged. It's just, no. you know, when you do a thing, it's all about Sean's time. 
It is. Yeah, yeah. So, Gotta get the most out of life. Let's let's not fret about anyone else's time. Let's, most let's wait, to, time let's wait pretty... to do a podcast at seven at night for Thomas and then let him <laughs> edit it late at night. No, 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 it's fine. He has to go to work tomorrow, but we'll wait for him because it's important that Sean gets to do it when he's available. I'm glad that you appreciate that. Thank you. I'm glad that you're willing to make such leeway. It's big of you, Tom. There shouldn't be too much editing in this one, I don't think. <laughs> sometimes I make things difficult. That's fair. But I think we both have that problem sometimes. <laughs> just, you know, just a quick text earlier in the week going, hey, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Can we do it on <laughs> Thursday? So then we don't have to like waste the whole day or something like that. It'd just be fucking stellar. Yeah, I could probably try to do that sometimes. Yeah, like no one knows your schedule better than you do, Sean. It's true. That is true. Yeah. I will say this. I had the first Saturday where I didn't have to like do anything yesterday. So like I was super keen to do the podcast yesterday. Obviously, uh you had your reasons. But uh like it was just like, oh man, I can do the podcast. I can I played video games like the first time in forever. I it just it was just like I didn't do anything. I wanted to like sit outside and read my book, but it was like hotter than hell outside. So it's like that's not even enjoyable to me. That's the thing why like summer's like a third favorite season. It's just it's stupid hot. Yeah, that can be annoying for sure. Yeah. So no, so it was just like nice to just have the fan on me and just like did other things and like cooked amazing meals. So I went down, I went outside to Hades and then like grilled some stuff. Nothing better than on a hot day cooking in front of a hot barbecue. Great fucking decision making on my part. I'm not sure if you've ever had the pleasure of doing that. It's Yeah, better than having a hot house. Yes. That's yeah. how I always feel about it. Yeah. And that's why I like being in the basement, my little dungeon here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little cooler for sure. Yeah. That's the best part about basement living for sure. Yeah. Are you going to watch the boys at all? Yeah, I, I've thought about it for sure. Because like it just the, the third season just wrapped up and fuck, is it unreal? I've seen a lot of uh, like hubbub about it. This reminds me, okay? I'm going to give you fucking homework. Do it tonight. Because Spider-Man No Way Home is now on Amazon Prime. Oh, I know a- you have access to that. Nice. Watch it. <laughs> I can do that. No, I, I don't want to hear. I will do that. That's the words I want to come up. I will do that, Thomas. That, I'll that's what I want to hear. Spider Man No Way Home, just yeah. for you. Yeah, because like it's it's been over a year for that movie, and um, I don't think that's true. I'm I'm my timeline might be off. The, that's besides <laughs> the point. Is you need to see this and see how much joy it brings you. And if you don't cry at like four different times in this movie. I think you're a heartless bastard. I'll give it a try. I'll take notes. That's all I ask. Yeah, I will do that. I will great do that. Power sir. comes great responsibility, Sean. Indeed, I just had that talk with someone recently. Yeah. Yeah. What did Kieran get up to this week? Not too sure. Oh, okay, tie. I'm assuming that's who you had that chat with. No, it was uh, Mason because he was going to beat the shit out of his little brother. something along those lines great power brings great responsibility it's a great quote yeah they nail it every single time indeed 
Well, sir, I think that might wrap up this pod. Yeah, I think it does it. I have nothing left to say to you. So you start watching pop culture stuff. I have nothing to say. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Do you want me to wrap up? I just it got super awkward and quiet. Yeah, I was giving you the opportunity. I was like, ah, if he wants to. Thanks for tuning in this week to Two Sides of the Story, everyone. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. This is Tom Sides. has been another side of the story. I'm glad that your internet kicked in long enough to actually wrap up the show this week. Yeah, that was handy for sure. Right. <laughs> Party on, Tom. All right, have a great week. Live long and prosper. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.